Hey, what's up everyone? Happy New Year and welcome to episode 4 of Aimbot, the weekly podcast dedicated to discussing all things video games. I'm your host Kaif Pape and today I'll be going over the top gaming highlights and lowlights of 2020 and what I am excited about for 2021. Now, I know it's been a couple of weeks without an episode of the podcast. I took a few weeks off just to enjoy myself during the holidays and give myself a break. But we're back to the regular weekly schedule, right? So starting 2021, I'd like to start 2021 by actually going over what happened in 2020, some mistakes that possibly were made by different gaming companies and um, some highlights and lowlights. So particularly um, due to the whole coronavirus situation, it forced a lot of persons who otherwise would not have been interested in gaming or engaged in gaming in any way, shape or form to actually start picking up a controller or picking up their phones. Um, so in 2020, we actually had a couple sleeper hits, uh, games like Fall Guys and Among Us. No, Fall Guys wasn't necessarily as popular because it was um, on PC and consoles, I believe. But Among Us definitely took the world by storm. And persons who who I know um, personally who weren't like gamers were in love with Among Us and part of its reach and how it got to be so popular was because it existed on all platforms right so you could play it on PC and various different mobile devices different tablets different phones and Among Us it's a game um, first and foremost but it's also almost like a social gathering right it's fun, you get together, you try and figure out who the imposter is. But during that whole process, it's almost like being in a physical room with your friends and, and genuinely having fun. And like I say, with all this quarantining and um, lack of actual physical interaction with persons, it's a great game that brought together so many persons um, you could have somebody who lived in the States, you were here living in Jamaica or wherever, and you're able to um, to spend hours and hours just chilling, playing that game. So it's no wonder it came up in so many Game of the Year awards and why it was recognized so globally, just because of the whole impact it had. And I don't think people really realize how... Um, how therapeutic uh, gaming can actually be and how, how much of a stress reliever it can be. So when you tell somebody you're a gamer, they might think of like some hardcore fucking nerd sitting around a computer or a gaming console. But a lot of us are gamers just by the mere fact that we play fucking Candy Crush on our phone or Among Us or other devices and we don't know that we're using it to kill time or just sometimes just kill stress and clear our minds and yeah that's how I saw Among Us affecting a lot of persons um Fall Guys was fun but as it 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 had a much more <clears throat> it, it had a much more typical gamer audience it it still was not a serious a very serious game but it brought out 
just genuine fun and friendly competition between between friends and I'm genuinely excited to see how both it and Among Us will evolve in 2021 and if 2021 can provide us with some form of gaming content to that effect. Um, my next highlight of 2020 would definitely be Call of Duty Warzone. Um, it had an awesome introduction. It had gameplay that I wanted in uh, in a battle royale for the longest time. Um, for me, something like PUBG was too campy and slow-paced. And Fortnite is for kids, to be honest. Um, I don't like the whole t- cartoonish aesthetic in my games it's either strictly realistic or deep fantasy or something but it has to be grounded in some universe and Fortnite is not there's marvel characters in Fortnite, and they're building blocks and, and it's just a mashup of a bunch of random shit in my opinion but i do acknowledge the effect that Fortnite had but warzone for me was what fit my mold and what i personally looked forward to um, the most coming home from work or from school you have a stressful day you just pick up the control and you play some warzone um, the updates though they have not been any major updates to the map the introduction of like new operators and guns at a steady pace kept it fresh enough though recently it has become a bit off-putting with the whole addition of this one gun the dmr14 and you're just getting killed left right and center without even knowing where you're getting shot from and the whole like a bunch of um youtubers and stuff found out that there was a bit of a pay to win aspect with certain blueprints um on certain guns so i'm hoping that whoever is running warzone now um could just figure that stuff out and get it out of the game and get it back to how it was earlier in the earlier in the year and i do i heard rumors that there is a new map potentially coming out um in in march because i think that would be the one year anniversary of warzone so to sum it up i loved warzone i don't really particularly like the direction it has gone in in these last couple months and I'm hoping that come March, we can get a new map and start fresh. And it's just completely like reinvigorated. And we're back to the old days, having fun and figuring stuff out together. 2020 always also, sorry, gave us Miles Morales. I thought that was an amazing game. It built on Spider-Man PS4. Um, it's, it was just like a nine hour experience and it wasn't it was its own game. Um, but it wasn't like a, a sequel or anything like that and it was short but sweet and it brought us some of the best use of ray tracing on consoles and was truly a great first impression for like the ps5 it had solid gameplay and great graphics um, and for 2021 i'll get into my 2021 predictions for our most anticipated games for the ps5 but I'm excited to see what they do with Miles going forward. No, I don't think any sequel to Spider-Man is is anticipated for 2021. But whenever 
they've laid a great foundation. I mean, you can get 60 FPS with ray tracing on PS5 at like a dynamic 4K or something like that, which is awesome. So kudos to them and I hope they continue the great work. And speaking of 2020, we got new consoles, powerful, fast, reasonably priced consoles, which made great first impressions. Um, on the Xbox side, there weren't any exclusives, but and there aren't really any next-gen only games available right now. A lot of it is cross-platform besides like um, Demon Souls Remake. But nevertheless, we have consistent 60 FPS gaming, which I'm a fan of. Um, I do hope that we do still get some 30 FPS cinematic experience that they just push the visuals as far as possible. But um, in terms of like ray tracing on consoles, it's been great. Some games go up to 120 FPS. That's amazing. Even Destiny 2 had a recent update for next-gen consoles that allows 120 FPS uh, in certain aspects of the multiplayer experience. And a feel of view slider. That's awesome. So new consoles came. I'm not going to like judge them and rate who is better. The introduction of new consoles can only be a new thing, um, a, a good thing, sorry, for us gamers and for new games coming out. So hopefully we won't be limited in terms of hardware specs and developers still developing for, for last gen at this point. Um, so hopefully it's like either first gen, next gen only or next gen in mind and then scale, scaling back to accommodate um, us PS4 users still. Um, graphically, we got some great looking games like The Last of Us 2, even though it was controversial. Um, Demon Souls on PS5 looked amazing. Miles, as mentioned before. Um, even Call of Duty, the latest Call of Duty looked great. Warzone looked great. And even though it's marred in controversy, Cyberpunk 2077, specifically on PC, not on consoles, but specifically on PC, it looked amazing. I think it makes the best use of ray tracing and overall stuff like physically based rendering. Um, There's so many options, ray tracing options, provided you have the graphics card and the CPU to be able to play that game. And notwithstanding, notwithstanding all the bugs and that shit, it it is probably bar none the best looking game to date on pc um and speaking of cyberpunk i guess that's a great segue into the lowlights of last year or perhaps the only um the only lowlight of 2020 which was cyberpunk 2077 so although in on one end it gave us some of the best graphics ever on pc on consoles, the performance was garbage, especially on base consoles, to the point Sony actually just outright removed it from the store. So right now, if I want uh, to play Cyberpunk on my PlayStation, I can't even do it because Sony has said it's not up to standard and they have completely removed it from the store. <clears throat> even on PC, you still have a ton of bugs, many of them game-breaking bugs. 
Um, and besides the constant delays before it was released and just a general deceit from a company that was held with such high regard, uh, I feel that they definitely lost a lot of their supporters and trust. And it will be it will be a while before they're able to build that back up again. Now, hopefully, they continue with patches. They did do a lot of patchwork for um, The Witcher 3, and that game turned out great. So hopefully they continue with a lot of patches for 2077. Eventually, it's released um, back onto the Sony, Sony store, and maybe they could give us something like... Um, some free DLC or something, but just to get back into person's good graces and to potentially avoid more lawsuits. It's sad because CD Projekt Red was definitely a developer that I looked up to, um, but it just goes to show that when money is involved and a lot of money at that, that... um. Even these companies that we look up to, they can be really shady and it's always powered by greed. So um, just think carefully. I mean, this is a sign for us now to just be more, have more restraint in terms of um, like pre-ordering and how much confidence we give developers. Because at the end of the day, if I pre-order a game and it comes out and it's just fucking bullshit, I'm going to be disappointed and in a lot of these cases you cannot get refunds or just the whole refunding process is is tedious as hell to the point where you're just like fuck it I wasted $60 that's it whatever so and hopefully all other developers take this as a learning experience because regardless of how how praised you are in the industry um you have to keep consistent or you'll fuck up just like these guys and persons will definitely let you know it and your investors will feel it and your investors will sue you, which is what is happening to CD Projekt Red right now. So hopefully they sort out all that shit and they get the game back into playable condition on consoles. And that's it for 2020. We had a lot of consistent um, anticipated games like Cold War Stuff typically comes out and it's good. Um, Fortnite had a bunch of good updates so for the kiddies that play that shit. Um, mobile gaming like PUBG Mobile and Call of Duty Mobile and Among Us took a huge leap last year. So um, while I'm primarily a console game, I do still play a few mobile games here and there. So it's always good when the entire industry continues to move forward, especially with good products. And speaking of moving forward, we're actually in 2021 now. Surprise, we actually made it through 2020, even though 2021 started off on such a such a bizarre note, especially in the, the US. Hopefully, um, it's not a repeat of 2020. I'm praying it's not a repeat of 2020. But what am I most excited for for 2021 in terms of gamings? What are my genuine um, top anticipated games? Uh, if you follow my YouTube channel at any time or have seen any recent uploads, you would know that I'm a, I'm a true fan of Path of Exile and that is probably my most anticipated game 
of 2021. Um, Path of Exile isn't coming out with Path of Exile 2 in 2021, but they are releasing Echoes of the Atlas, which is not only a new league, but also a genuine um, expansion. So the reveal looked amazing. It's coming out on consoles, I think the 20th or the 21st, somewhere about around then. It looked amazing. They've been reworks to certain ascendances. They've been addition of, uh, I think, 30 new maps. Um, we're able to, maps have skill trees now. Um, the Atlas has like skill trees. It's all great stuff. And I could go into an episode, an Aimbot episode itself. And I, I think I have one lined up. I should have one lined up. Um, just discussing the new path of exile update alone right but i won't go into that much detail right now suffice to say it looks amazing it is way more content than i could have anticipated and particularly for me having taken a break from path of exile for the last like two months or so i'm excited as fuck to get back into this game and i'll have to balance it a lot with my schedule being someone who goes to school while working full-time um but i'm i'm able to do that so it's no concern to me but i'm really excited about the game uh, next up in 2021 we should have the release of gran turismo 7 now i'm not the biggest race car driving game enthusiast but i do love gran turismo coming from ps1 days yeah literally from ps1 with gran turismo 2 that's probably one of my favorite games on that console. And um, the last the last outings for Gran Turismo have been a bit disappointing, to say the least. So GT Sport, GT6, uh, they weren't really the best. Um, they were okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm really anticipating Gran Turismo 7. And I want to see what they do in terms of how they utilize like the higher frame rates that these new consoles afford us and how they utilize stuff like ray traced reflection. So <clears throat> I'm anticipating something like a 60 FPS mode naturally or even 60 FPS with ray tracing would be great. And even a 120, um, a scaled down 120 FPS mode, um, something akin to like the latest Dirt release. I think they could... Polyphony could definitely pull that off and I'm excited as fuck to see what they do. And next up, we have Ratchet and Clank, a Rift Apart. Possibly the best looking and most CG looking game on the horizon. Um, it just looks, it looks like a Pixar movie. I mean, a lot of persons say that about the whole Ratchet and Clank series, especially with the last game on PS4. But PS5... Ratchet and Clank, from what has been shown, it genuinely looks like a, um, a Pixar movie and it makes the most use of their um, this new SSD, custom SSD, because you're just jumping into, leaping into new worlds. They don't they take like a second to load up and you're in, in the new world and um, everything, the, the PBR, the particle effects, everything just looks amazing and I'm excited to see how that game reviews and excited to, to play it myself. Um, yeah, on the Xbox side, while I don't own an Xbox and I never will, I am actually excited about Halo, um, Halo, 
fuck is Halo? I am actually excited about Halo Infinite. Um, it feels it feels necessary at this point for Xbox owners to have a proper exclusive. And again, it might be on PC, so it's not necessarily a console exclusive, but it is a Microsoft exclusive. It feels that they need something at this point in time to show off the console, to show off the power of the new console and how the gameplay of Halo has evolved. Now, I loved Halo 3. Halo Reach was okay. <sighs> 4, meh, the rest was okay. Halo Infinite had the worst graphical presentation of any upcoming game to date. It was terrible. Since then, a lot of the heads of of the studio have left. They've been um, delays and pushbacks. But hopefully the game is released in 2021. And if it isn't, I do not want them to rush it. And we have like another cyberpunk scenario. So the... I'm all for them delaying it and giving Xbox users the best product they could possibly have. And like I said, I'm excited to see how the gameplay has evolved because who knows? Um, it just might um, be something interesting for me over time. Next up, we have Horizon Forbidden West. So again, another gorgeous looking game right up there with Ratchet & Clank as one of the best looking next gen games. I'm hoping it isn't held back by it also being released on the old console, which is PS4 at this point. And even if it is released on both, I just need them to take the maximum advantage of the PS5. Because in the trailers, it looked great. There's swaying grass, realistic swaying grass or underwater moments. Everything looks amazing. And Gorilla same guys behind Killzone, they typically, especially on new hardware, they make the best use of new hardware, um, probably out of any Sony first-party developer out there. So definitely excited to see to see how that looks, and I'm hoping there are no delays or anything like that. And my final um, highly anticipated game, of 2021 is God of War Ragnarok. Now, I haven't seen anything besides like a title screen, but Sony Santa Monica never disappoints. And the new God of War reboot, it was gorgeous and just a different, more grounded approach on the series. Granted, I am still playing that game. I just log in every now and then, boot it up, and just take a look at how gorgeous it is. Um, The gameplay, I actually prefer preferred the more arcadey gameplay style of the last gen consoles well ps3 and ps2 but nevertheless the story was really good in the in the latest god of war it was much more grounded and there's no denying how amazing that game looked and it's like a cinematic showpiece for me if i'm showing anyone the power of the ps4 it's right up there with like um any naughty dog game so uncharted and last of us 2 it's a real looker and i'm hoping that god of war ragnarok just takes that to a whole new level like i really do not want 120 fps to be a thing um on next gen hardware because it will hold back the visuals 
of the games too much. And there's not much of a difference between 60 FPS and 120 FPS. Like there's a significant difference between 30 and 60. But once you go above 60, it's not that much of a huge difference. And depending on how high you go, your TV might not even be able to support it. So I think 60 FPS is fine. Ideally for me, games should have like an ultra graphics 30 FPS mode and then a performance mode which targets 60 FPS. Or if you can be like um, Miles and give us something in between, then that, that still gives us a bit of ray tracing at 60, then I'm all for that. But that is it for 2021 i know there's always a new call of duty there is a new battlefield i haven't seen enough on that to actually come to any form of judgment or any conclusions and i know there are a bunch of new games coming out and 2021 just by the the fact that new consoles were released last year and there will be so much development now on games for those new consoles 2021 is sure to provide us with a lot of graphical showpieces and games that um, genuinely take a huge step forward for for us gamers and for us um, even regardless if you're like a hardcore game or a casual game and what tends to happen is whenever a new generation comes out the standards for games go up and there's a, a, a ripple effect. So even if you just play games on your phone, developers take them a bit more seriously and you get better performance and better looking games even on your phones because the engines, the new engines that are developed um, for these new consoles, a lot of them are scalable to the point they can run on PCs and, and mobile devices. Something like um, Unreal Engine 4 or Unreal Engine, is it 5 at this point in time? Not sure, but new games, um, better looking games is always a positive. I'm definitely looking forward to 2021. Now in terms of what I'm playing right now, um, I'm, I've jumped back into Path of Exile. I've actually made a build guide that's doing really well on the YouTube channel. And I'm still playing Warzone regardless of how frustrating it is at, at, at times. So I'm hoping the developers fix that and um, it can be my go-to game to just get some kills and then head to bed but that's it for me for now i hope that you all have an amazing 2021 i know personally i have a lot of plans um, a lot of them um, have been already put in place and i'm excited to see what this new year brings to me and brings to all of you persons out there whoever listening to this um, so again, happy new year and best of luck to everyone as we continue to live in these um, strange times. Later, guys.